welcome to the moon room <laughs> happy sunday uh i hope you guys have been having a lovely day uh i have been having actually a really calm um like pampering day so self-care kind of self-care self-love sunday um i've been doing my hair took a like not nice long shower and like deep condition my hair and did the steaming and the you know black girls sunday is a lot of times hair washing day so it's like hours of that so you know just my, putting my hair down like twisting and all that stuff so i feel great while i was sitting here though um doing my hair i had ancient aliens on and <laughs> oddly enough I, it was this episode that i have never seen before and when i was watching it i kind of got what i'm supposed to talk about today so before i do that though um I'm going to read a little passage for today from the Jamie Sams book. So, uh, so Jamie Sams, Earth Medicine, Ancestors, Ways of Harmony for Many Moons. So, so today we are the seventh moon, fifth day, because, um, you know, yesterday we didn't, didn't, I didn't, grace, it was a grace day. <laughs> and I, I do um, plan on probably doing these during the week and not through the weekends, but for now, this is what's going on. Um, so today is the seventh moon, fifth day, and the theme is uh, foundations. Okay. Foundations are the building blocks of all things found in the natural world. Foundations come in fours. The four cardinal directions, the four parts of a plant, the four seasons, and the four elements, air, earth, water, and fire. Everything we build in our lives has to have a foundation in order to survive. The foundation of any successful relationship has three ingredients that must be present, respect, trust, and intimacy. These three cornerstones of the foundation bring the fourth ingredient into being. That fourth element is unity. When we employ the idea of unity or working together for common goals, when we have created the, then we have created the foundation for love. Okay, let me read that again. When we employ the idea of unity for God, when we employ the idea of unity or working together for common goals, then we have created the foundation for love. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, so um, that's the first like part of it. And then here's a little blurb that comes after. Love all things, the clan mother of the seventh moon cycle, teaches us that loving relationships revolve around these four elements, creating the circle of these relationships, assuring that the union will stand the test of time. When we continue to create respect, trust, intimacy, and unity through our devotion to others and their well-being, we have a foundation that cannot be eroded. And that's it for today. Lovely. So I hope that that was helpful for someone um, or for many, uh, you know, the foundations of, uh, of all relationships, respect, tr trust, intimacy, and unity. So branching that out. Uh, to devotion to others and everyone else's well-being, which just kind of goes along with um, <clears throat> the other overall, you know, I've been talking about the different types of love. I think I never actually named them, but there's like agape love, there's eros love, there's, I think there's like ethos love, and I don't remember the other one, but agape love is brotherly love, and that's the love that you have for like, you know, like your co-workers or the person you see on the street that you don't know, but because you are a loving human and full of you know, I am pure light and love, then you have agape love for that person. Now, eros love is the romantic, you know, sensual love, erotic love. And then I think, I think it's ethos. That's like the love of, for the world or the earth or something. I think, uh, I might be making that up, 
but I know for sure <laughs> agape and eros. Um, and so when you, oh, so well, I guess, well, what would self-love, what would self-love? And so self-love, you know, kind of translate out to agape. And then eventually, you know, some eros love when you come in, into contact with it. But, you know, um, all forms of love kind of then merge into divine love. But from the foundations of these four things. So, yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, the Oh, I will, before I move on to um, <clears throat> what I was going to talk about, Ancient Aliens, um, it, I wanted to touch on the Beyonce album. I did listen to the Beyonce album. I actually... Um, when I left, or when I finished uh, recording the last one, I actually like put the headphones in and like left the house to go for a walk. And I walked um, to this park that I've been, the tree that I've been, oh my God, excuse me y'all, wow, Lord, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just ate Chinese food. <laughs> oh, and it's so good too. Um, General so chicken. <clears throat> um, Goddamn, so, oh, so the tree, <laughs> The tree that I've been going to, that I'm like seeding light now, my new fairy tree uh, that I've been giving offerings to and bringing the prayer ties and stuff. Um, I visit with it, you know, every day or so. And so uh, I, I walk on the walk there. I listened to the album, and then when I was there, I was listening to it. And then on the way back, <clears throat> I listened. So I didn't get through the full thing. I got to, <clears throat> excuse me, the last three songs. So I still have three more songs to listen to. But my favorite is cozy. Ugh. It's funny because my, um, my number, my, um, what's it called? Uh, you know, your soul number for people who are into like numerology and do the birth charts and stuff. My birth number, whatever is two. And so that's actually the, uh, that's the number of partnerships, isn't it? And unity. Huh? Anyway, but that's my favorite number and it's my actual star number or whatever. And how fitting that the second song on the album gets to be my favorite one. Cozy. I fucking love that song. And then the next one I loved was Alien Superstar. <laughs> so those are my two favorite. And then I must have been sitting like, because I'll be sitting on the, on the ground and like grounding when I'm, you know, at that park. And um, I like zone out, like looking at the rabbits and shit and like just whatever. And so I must have zoned out through plastic on a sofa because by the time I like kind of like came back to conscious, not conscious, but like realized I was listening to the album. Um, it was on Virgo, Virgo Groove, Virgo's Groove. And it was like halfway through that. And so I was like, oh damn, like I missed Plastic on the Sofa. But I mean, it must've been good, but I, I actually, I really like Virgo's Groove too. That was, that's, that's a good, that's a good song. <laughs> I'm not a Virgo. And I, I didn't really think I would fuck with Virgos anymore, but I love me some Beyonce. So I guess I like Virgos still. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, congratulations to Beyonce on the success of this album. It seems to be doing really, really well, obviously, because she's fucking Beyonce. Of course, it wouldn't not do well. Anyway, so moving on to the thing, um, the ancient aliens. So I'm sitting here, y'all, and I asked Source, I'm like, am I supposed to talk about this today? And I think yes, because it came to me like a, like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? So I thought I had seen all of the episodes of ancient aliens for the first, like, 16 seasons. No, 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 15, whatever. But this was season, season 17. Because like when I moved, when I, there was a period of time where I stopped watching it. So I haven't watched it. The, the, anyway, so I've missed the last, I think, two seasons. So, um, so I was watching this one episode, and it's called The Lost Kingdom. And, you know, I'm sitting here just twisting my hair down. And it's talking about Tibet and how there's this lost kingdom in Tibet. And it's talking about the history of Tibet and, like, how it was started by... Good Lord, I am so... So sorry about 
It's like a Chinese food. <laughs> I promise I'll try to keep the burps to a minimum. Goddamn. Um, so uh, they're talking about this lost kingdom. They're talking about the history of Tibet and <clears throat> how Tibetans believed, or they believed that they were st- they were be- started by um, these sp- these ancient peoples that don't exist anymore. But like they were, uh, there were some sort of star people, or they came from underground or whatever. I don't know. But they were some special ass people, and the Tibetans have descended from them. <clears throat> It's talking about all these like cities that like were um, built underground and how a lot of their um, ancient uh, or their sacred cities have all these tunnels and people could just like disappear into like the fucking a whole nother city that's under in the ground. It's so amazing. Anyway, so I'm like sitting here getting intrigued. But well, actually, I wasn't paying attention to what they were saying at one point because I was doing looking at my hair stuff. You you know, you got to like be looking in the mirror and doing when you're doing your hair and shit. So I'm sitting here doing that. And then I think I just oh, I saw. Uh, I saw a, 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 a scene where it's like, a, um, you know how Ancient Aliens, because I know now y'all have all at least watched a, an episode of Ancient Aliens by now. <laughs> we know how Ancient Aliens has like the, or the document. It's like people talking, but then they also do like the replay of the, or the recreations in like digital, like cartoon or whatever. Or, or. So there is this spaceship image. It, it flies across the, the, the screen and it starts to go deep into this like... Um, towards this mountain over this body of water oh my god i like froze and i was like holy shit it's the fucking place bro so i'm paying attention now i'm like wait wait, wait what are we talking about because i wasn't listening really i mean i wasn't like you know i said i was i'm doing my hair at the same time and i was just like letting this one roll because i hadn't seen it before but i didn't really care too much either because i figured the ones that i cared about i must have seen already i don't don't ask me why but i'm paying attention to this now and i'm looking at this fucking vehicle fly through the air literally at the place, the place I keep telling y'all about, the place I keep seeing. And so I started listening to what they fucking saying and, li- and I watched the whole rest of this episode and I'm supposed to talk about this episode. Oh my God. So they show the thing go into this mountain and I'm like, that's the fucking mountain. That's what it looks like. And then I start, uh, they're, they're talking about, they go in it and they, they show like recreations of like cities in the ground. And then they start talking about um, Madame Le- Blavatsky. Ma- fuck what's her name madame blavatsky yeah madame blavatsky um from new york from new york city shit and how she in in 1920s um was channeling interdimensional beings and was talking about ancient lemuria and ancient atlant or in atlantis so they're talking about her and they're talking about some other guy that she used to like work with as well and they're saying how she had some being appear in her room at some point in new york city that says he's from tibet and she describes what he looks like. I don't know if she said he had blue skin. No, she described him as a gray, like a gray alien. <clears throat> um, that came and was talking to her and telling her all this stuff about underground in the Tibetan mountains, like inside the Tibetan mountains. And that's explaining to her how that, like, that's where the lost, like there's ancient civilizations down in there. Or, well, to, what they're saying, the guy, the thing told her was that the civilizations predate all of humanity. So now I'm paying attention because like I also have on the, the um, captions because I'd be liking to have the captions on sometimes when I'm like not really paying attention. I can catch stuff that way. And I remember looking at the screen and the guy said, um, said, was literally saying how Madame Blavatsky, he was like not quote, he was like um, not quoting her, but he was basically saying that she had said that the world, the thing had told her that this world is much older than what we think and that civilizations have come so many times before us and all this stuff and that this civilization is primitive. And I was like, bro, 
Did I not just fucking say on the other day on a recording, we are primitive beings, that my guys were saying that we are primitive beings. So now I'm paying attention and, it, and I'm looking and I'm, so they're talking about Madame Blavatsky, this bitch is in New York City. I'm like, okay. Well, the next man after her, New York, getting stuff from in, in New York. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? What the fuck is with New York? I then realized, bitch, you was in New York when you was getting all these channels. And then I remember the fucking crystal lady that told me from New York, from Lincoln City that all this shit's going to happen when you go to New York. Y'all. <laughs> so then the episode is goes on to talk about the Dalai Lama and how the Dalai Lama is supposed to be the 74th incarnation right now of the one that's the original. Now the but they believe the original being or whatever that they all uh, that the god the uh, what, it was this tall being blue a blue being. He was blue and tall as fuck and his arms went all the way down to his knees or whatever, right? And they show a picture of him and I'm looking at pictures of beings that I'm kind of been shown are what the like the Syrians, like Hathers, like Syrians, like the ones that we see as Hathers in the ancient Egyptian, it's like those are versions of Syrians. It's like those are like Syrians that had, um, excuse me, like different types of Syrians. Um, so like there's Syria, okay, it doesn't matter. So anyway, but the, the blue ones are the like creator beings from, like, anyway, so... um. So I'm looking at these images and shit, and then they're showing me inside the fucking mountain, and I'm like, okay, this is looking like a little bit inside of the fucking volcano. And then they show again Madame Blavatsky's face, and they start talking about how there was they oh so they say she founded this thing called the Theop- what the fuck was this thing she she founded oh the the Theop the, the I don't know what her group is called Theophiluses Theophiluses something like that y'all can look it up but it was this. It was this brotherhood or some secret society that she created. So they're showing pictures of her over and over again. And then they start to show the men that she, that were part of this like secret society. And they're showing like all these men's pictures, like, and it's talking about the greatest minds were, you know, followers of Madame Blavatsky and blah, blah, blah. And as they're showing the pictures, I start getting that, a, a vision in my mind of the dream I just told y'all about the other day, where where there was a woman, where, where we inside the volcano, we inside the place, and I was explaining how the place has different rooms and each room has a different, like it's different dimensions or time or whatever, I don't fucking know. But there was one plot part where there's a woman, there's a bunch of people sitting around a table and there's a woman with red hair and Victorian looking clothing, pink, dusty outfit, I remember, and, and, and there's men all sitting around, they're all listening to her. Child, I'm sitting here watching the fucking thing and I'm like, bro, it's fucking Madame Blavatsky. Yes, it's a, I'm looking at her picture and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like she, yeah, like she, when she gets older, she's got white in her hair, but like her hair is like brownish red. And it looks like the, the, the um, hairstyle I told you about, curly, reddish, up in a shignan or whatever the fuck. And sh- she's, so she must've been younger. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But either way, the fact that this woman is sitting around talking to all these men and they're planning stuff and they're talking about some shit or whatever, Madame Blavatsky did the exact same thing with the men that I'm seeing on the screen here as I'm watching it. So I'm like, oh my God, there's something here. Like I'm in New York dreaming about this bitch from New York who did the exact same thing as me, but is also getting channels from the same fucking people telling them about ancient Lemuria. Only thing is I'm sitting here also looking at the Tibetan shit and how they're talking about how all the Tibetan people, they believe they descend from this one man, this one being, right? Well, then they also start talking about how the Nazis, how um, fucking uh, Hitler went to Antarctica and was trying to figure out the root of all the Aryan race. 
because the Tibetans originally had the swastika and the swastika was actually what was rotated a different way for them and it meant good luck. And then um, Hitler, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but Hitler then took the swastika and twisted it and made it all kind of horrible fucking devil, he was fucking devil on earth, that trash man. Anyway, so obviously, (laughs) obviously. And so so, so, so they're showing how he goes, he's taking these people to go to Antarctica um, and, and, and see what's inside of the ice caps or whatever, whatever, right? The thing is, is that as they're showing the pictures and they're talking about how he was trying to create a, a new, like trying to figure out who the, the better race, like the, how the Aryan race is like the top because they all stem from like whatever aliens. I start then realizing that I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, now how much of what you've been saying sounds fucking Hitlery? bitch <laughs> like wait a minute so i was literally sitting here and i was like getting accountability i'm like wait okay so here i am sitting here talking about i'm like from star people da, da, da. and i was sitting here i'm looking at how they're they're showing images of like the men with um blonde hair and like the it was, it's like the ads that they used to put out i guess with the aryan uh, the nazi ads promoting the aryan race and how the aryan race is supposed to be the strongest blah 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 so they had these images of it and as i'm looking at the images i'm like oh shit but i'm looking at images of like pleiadians like the beings that i know are my family and that i with that we many of us descend from i'm looking at that and it instantly hits me and i'm like okay this is why you are supposed to watch this because this is a time to fucking fix the message because i'm like i used to have a real serious knee-jerk reaction to anything having to do about the aryan race shit obviously because i'm a black woman living in america and ugh. So I would always, and I never would like want to really watch the episodes having to do, like I would have them playing in the background, but I wouldn't like sit and like pay attention to what Hitler was actually looking for in Antarctica and stuff like that. I wouldn't watch those episodes because I just felt like out of fucking respect for Jewish people. Just, I just, but, but this happened to be tied into the Tibetan episode. So I'm like watching it and I'm having this like realization of a, of a loving way to, 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 to see Mm, it's like my guides are like somebody got to tell the loving actual reality to this whole thing okay so oh my god this is happening because this was not actually what i had planned to talk about at fucking all so i don't know how we got done this road of the aryan race shit but they uh, y'all here with me um because i had a dream i'm supposed to read to y'all i have nothing to fucking do about this but i guess this is what the spirit wants y'all to know what's the wants the people to know so anytime that we think about uh Hitler and the Nazis co-opting, uh, taking the swastika and co-opting what was supposed to be this loving, uh, good luck symbol from the Tibetans. Um, look at it as, okay, so they're saying, look at it as like somebody coming in and stealing. Ooh, remember how I was talking about the creativity, Ray? How somebody can come and steal it and then co-opt it and run off with it and it won't do the same thing? Well, okay, yeah, well, yeah, look what he did with the fucking swastika. The swastika thing was supposed to be a good luck loving thing. And here he come take it and run off with it all across the fucking world and just slaughtering people with it. Like it just turned into mayhem and death when it was supposed to be a symbol of life. But, but he took it, co-opted it. And so therefore the symbol didn't do the same thing it would have done if somebody had had it and used love. So it's kind of like with creativity. So the beings want us to look at this as that as like Hitler came in and he was onto something but what he did was he took it and he co he like twisted it 
he literally took the symbol and rotated it. Let's think it that way. So he took of the, the truth of what actually is, what's going on in Antarctica and, and, and what he calls the Aryan race, but that's not what it is. And that's what I'm supposed to be here for. Okay, okay, thank you. Okay, so that's another thing. I knew that already. Okay, so I knew that I'm supposed to be here to somehow mash down all of the fucking walls of race in on this planet. That's not, like, I knew that that's what I'm supposed to do through fashion, through everything I did from January to through end of February. That's like, well, I, that was the first thing I'm supposed to do is mash down, like, the um, the barriers between people uh, the, the false barrier of race between people, um, because all it's doing is, is, is getting people killed and and destroyed and stuff like that. But overall, um, the stories that we have about certain things, there are certain truths, there are truths that exist in this world. And that's what my star, my, my, my guys want me to say is that there are actual truths beneath all this fucked up shit that we have. Um, so what Hitler did with the swastika and what came of that was a was a was like how them killing Jesus Christ uh, and fucking up the whole Christ thing, the Christ message. Ah, that's a oh my shit. That's a really good. <laughs> I just said that. Oh, and that's what I'm talking about Jesus, whatever. Um, oh my god, that's a really good way of putting that. So um, yeah, so like think of it like how how I explained that there was a whole other reason Jesus was here and what he was doing was actually more like what I'm doing and, and, and um, which is being a, he was like a yogi and he was very into like um, Ayurvedic, you know, medicine and lifestyle. He was a Buddhist slash all these other things. Um, he was speaking peace and love, but he would also like bust down the tax collectors in the, in the, um, you know, talk shit if he needed to, to the tax collectors and overflow table, flip tables and be angry or whatever. Like he, he could express. And so he wasn't this like tame little sheep man that we like to think of. That's got like a staff and like sitting with a little lamb on his lap. That's not fucking who Jesus was at fucking all. (laughs) No, he was fiery. And that's why they had to kill him. Otherwise, it was some, some soft little lamb man. Nobody has to kill that. He's not doing anything. The man was passionate. And so, but what we don't, and so what, what, so what we did though, is we took his message of love and peace and everything. And well, no, we didn't. Um, well, who did? The, the men, patriarchy, the fucked upness took it and twisted the message. And then for 2000 years, we see what happened, right? Like just inquisition, all the stuff that happened and all the slavery and everything that's happened to this whole world. So imagine on another scale, on even grander scale, like, a much grander scale because this affects the actual like cosmos um is that there's a bigger story going on about star beings and one man co-ops the shit and ruins the whole shit for everybody <laughs> for like however long 40 years it's been 50 years right the truth about what's going on in antarctica if we so that it's, it's i don't know if that's yeah that's the comparison they want me to use so hopefully you get that so basically under, like I said, and I'm over explaining it, but just because I, th- I think it's really important that, um, because this isn't, is, this isn't going to be the only time that something like this is going to have to be explained is what I'm getting is that, um, there are a lot, like I said, there's a lot of other truths about this earth that we have, we have false stories over and the false stories are a lot of times trauma versions of whatever the real thing is. And it's blocking us and keeping us as a humanity, as a human, as, as people, humans away from our truth as a species so all right so now that was fucking explaining that um so yeah so i think so what they want me to say is that so uh what's in antarctica 
is actually Lemurians, I think, and Pleiadians. So whatever he thought, whatever he researched that led him to Antarctica, I don't know if you already knew this, and I don't know if I, I probably think I explained this before, but Antarctica used to be a, a continent that had like trees and shit on it. Like it was green. It was beautiful. It had water. It had animals. There was, there's early drawings of it. And so, um, and then, you know, Ice Age hit and it's all frozen. But there's, there's things frozen in it and obviously it's melting and I can't wait. I'm so excited that it's fucking melting because there's going to be shit. We're going to get to know what, what's actually in Antarctica now that it's melting. I mean, I know that everybody's so angry about um, global warming, but eh, here's the upside. <laughs> we get to see what's inside Antarctica. Um, but so they want me to say that, uh, that yes, there are things inside of Antarctica and that the beings that he said are the Aryan race um, are actually... Pleiadians and they are stronger they are bigger they are faster they are what we would consider better but what they would not consider better because better is you know we're all one unity but like in our ego as humans we would consider them to be better and so what he did was he took um he took that and tried to make every you know make that twisted obviously so what we can do though is start to look at that look at them as loving beings the 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 being the the white what we would consider aryan white people with the blonde hair the scandinavian looking nordic race people those beings are actually our family they're our brethren they love us very much and um it's a shame that their message or who they what they look like got co-opted and turned into something that ended up killing so many people so if what that's just a healing message that they want us to have and i hope this isn't offending anybody but it's just more it's genuinely it's just more that like the beings that he i think i've said it so many times it's just such a this is a very gentle subject to be <laughs> talking around some i'm trying so anyways i'm very so anyway so the tibetans though <laughs> the tibetans did know about some shit going on i think in antarctica or they know about the beings that live inside these mountains and that's not necessarily antarctica but like they have beings inside their mountains as well so here's where it ties into what i actually dreamt i dreamt so there's this there's there's the place. And I saw, like I said, I'm, I'm watching the thing and it's like they're showing the, it, they're showing recreations, like almost like the places that I'm dreaming on the show, like of but places I've actually described to you guys. Um, <clears throat> there's this other part of the place where it's like a town. So it's this like small town. Almost it feels like, it feels like parts, parts of Baltimore or like, like, the, like the old timey parts of Baltimore. Um, but not really, but it just, it just an, it's just an older town, but I know, I always know when I'm there that it's not here, that it's like a different, I'm always somehow aware of that, that this is like an altered version of earth, but it still feels and looks a lot like earth. So it's literally just like a parallel place. Um, and this town always, it's like a lovely, jolly town. It's like a college town. That's what it is. There's a, there's like a big school in the town, like almost like a Hogwarts. And, um, so in this dream, oftentimes I'm walking on the, on the, along the sidewalks and stuff um, because there's always like something going on in this town. Um, and one of the dreams I had, uh, I was inside the place. So like I was, so in the town, okay. So like in the town, you can go inside the buildings. There's buildings. That's what I think the place is. The place is like a big, it's a ship, but like there's buildings, there's like a city on it. Like it's a whole city and there's parts, anyway. So there's this part that I usually walk into and it's the down, it's like this building that I live in and um, I also work in and I have like a living quarters. I think I've mentioned that before. And then I have like a job where 
I'm like in charge of like, a, I'm working like at a like pharmacy or something. It's always like some little like, feels like a Rite Aid slash grocery store um, that has no name that I would know of in this realm. But, there, but there's friends there. Like I have friends here that, like, that I'm apparently like working with there and like we hang out around. So like there was a period of time where I was dreaming this exact spot area of the place every night for like months. This was the, it was just, it was always in this like living quarters area and going in and out of this kind of like apartment onto the street and like seeing things that are on the street in this little town. So one of the dreams, one of the times that I'm there, I'm realizing that I'm returning there so often that my dream self starts to remember things that happened the night before when I was there. Like when I dream, when you dream, I think when you dream a place, the same, same place over and over again, your conscious mind over there starts to retain memories. So yeah, so like I'd be there and I'd like remember stuff that had happened the day before, like in the dream. (laughs) So I had been there so many days at this point and I remember one of the days, um, it was like, it was supposed to be a regular day. And then all of a sudden, everybody outside the, my building was having like, it was like a, a, a parade was going on. Like people were just like so excited and like getting ready for something. Almost like in Portland, if you ever live in, people that live in Portland, Oregon, like when the, when the Navy ships come home, when the Navy ships, ships dock, dock in and everybody's like, oh my God, the Navy men are coming. So everybody floods into downtown Portland and just goes fucking walking around just so they can catch glimpses of all the damn Navy people coming off the damn ships. So that's kind of what it felt like. Like there was some arrival happening. And so I I, um, I didn't even get a chance to go outside my my apartment because... The next thing I know, there's these big, tall men in my apartment, but it's an apartment slash that opens up to this general store or whatever pharmacy thing that I work at too. So there's also customers and stuff in here as well. So like all of a sudden on this specific day, I have a bunch more customers than usual because everybody didn't come in because there's these big, tall men in the room. And it was like three or four of them and they were so much bigger than everybody else. And all they were, they were wearing these long gray, white cloaks and they had long, long, long white straight hair, like platinum white hair. And yeah, their cloaks, I just remember, were like gray and they were very long and covered their, all the way down to their wrists. And they were there in my apartment, though, for some reason. And it was like they were coming to see me. And I didn't, everything was moving so fast in the dream. But the next thing I remembered, um, we were outside of my apartment and then I like woke up. So I'm like, what the fuck was that? So I write it down. And then a couple nights later, <clears throat> okay, so here, now that's the dream. So September 6, 2021, so this was last September, um, at 4.28 a.m., I write this. Just woke up from another dream at the place. This time, special men that looked like Buddhist monks came to town, and everyone was super excited. They took us on a truck up a mountain to get a shiny green gem out of a giant bird nest, but there was no bird present. Okay, so... That dream happens after the one where all the white men in white happen. Be- and so I remember that because, well, I realized that in the dream because, um, well, when the monks come, I hear about the monks in the village or the town at this point, and I leave my apartment and I go out there and I see them. And um, so that's the difference. Like, I remember the white ones, they showed up in my apartment. They, like, appeared in my apartment, like all of them. And then the next one dream it's like everyone's I'm, I'm hearing that there's you know some arrival or whatever and I go outside so I see them arrive like in sunlight I just can remember they're like in sunlight and so they come and it's like a, it's a big group of them and they're all in orange and they're monk they look like monks Buddhist monks and but they start loading us all into these trucks and the thing that I don't write down but that's so important that I'm glad I remembered is that 
they take us up this mountain. I remember what the mountain looks like. And I, see, I end up seeing the mountain later on in fucking ancient aliens. It's Tibet. It's Tibetan mountains. And um, they take us up to the top of this mountain, this one. And I, as we're at the top, I'm looking out and I can see like just nothing but ice cap mountains. We're like, we're inside the mountain. So it's just like, I mean, it was just, yeah. And as, and as, as I get to the, we're all, um, I'm in a line of people and we're walking. Like we park at one point and we start walking up this long trail to get to the bird's nest. And I just remember it was a very, it was very windy and very, um, like I can hear the wind in my dream, like going. And I, and it was very gray skies, obviously, because it's like the middle of Tibetan mountains. And then, um, but I just remember once I kind of got, I see the, I see the, the bird's nest, right. And I get up to it. There's a bunch of people. It's me and a bunch of other kids, like a bunch of other people, like my age, but also like tons of people from the, from the town. And as I get to the bird's nest, I turn, I like kind of see how the, I like make a turn or whatever. Cause I'm like, you know, everybody, like everybody gets to the top of this thing you're looking around and I see all the group of men, the group of men in white are also in line and they're heading up in the group of people. But the only reason I know is because they're like three heads taller than everybody else. <laughs> they're so much taller than everybody else. And they're also coming up the mountain slow, like in the long line of people. And so when I get up there, the monks that are with me, they, yeah, they pull out this big, this green gem out of the nest and they give it to me. And then I remember having it in my hand and looking behind them and just seeing like the vastness of all the mountains and then waking up. <laughs> so um, that dream is so crazy to me because after I woke up from that, I ended up saving that and then I ended up telling my therapist about it. And she had mentioned to me the white brotherhood, the great white brotherhood. And I looked, start looking up the great white brotherhood and it is, it's this, she told me, she's like, it's not white men. It's like they're white beings and they wear white. And I was like, so I've seen them. They visit me in my dreams. And um, they, yeah, they're not like, yeah, it's like, they're like elves. Like the elves that we, oh, Gandalf. Like, like a bunch of Gandalfs. Yep, that's exactly what it would be. But they don't, they're not old like him. They're like younger. They're a lot younger men looking. Anyway, um. So when I start Googling that, then I st- she told me to, she said, you know, re- this book called The Map Team, which is the medical something program, medical something program, but it's a spiritual team. I think I talked about this in one of my, like, things I posted online. Um, but the Great White Brotherhood, which is crazy, that is very close to the Great, the Aryan Brotherhood or whatever. Um, the Great White Brotherhood is actually just a bunch of beings that look white, like skinned, <laughs> like not Caucasian. Um, and they are actually star beings and they are benevolent and they are the ascended masters. So they're, they're in the group of ascended masters. And so the ascended masters include women as well. Diana, my guide that I t- say, t- have been mentioning, she is one of the ascended masters, but she's not what we, th- she's, She's like whatever that, so the being that the Tibetans believe, the big, tall, blue being that they, um, that they worship as the very first, oh, first Buddha, was it? I, I don't know. But the first being that was their, like, God or whatever. But um, she's like them. She's like him. She, she, so Diana is actually Danu, which is the Celtic uh, mother goddess. The, the, the Tawatha de Danan, she is the mother of the Tawatha de Danan. That's Danu. When they say de Danan, it's the children of Danu. And um, she showed herself to me as Diana, but she showed, me, she showed herself to me like backwards. So like first is the most 
the most um the easiest way i would accept her which is like a blonde haired girl and then slowly backwards till we got to like the blue lady <laughs> and um and so I have a lot of, I get a lot of messages for her, but she told me that whenever she has come and incarnated, she always comes and incarnates as somebody named Diana. So she, she was the Artemis of Greece, the Diana of Rome. She is the Danube of the Celtic people, but she's also, she incarnated as Princess Di. And I didn't figure that shit out till I was like he, almost here. I think it was like right before my surgery, maybe just after my surgery, when I was told that the Diana well first well she oh that's a whole different thing diana started talking to me out of a tree first <laughs> which is what the tuatha de Danan believes they venerated her in a fucking log and i yeah this 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 something being kept talking to me out of a, my one of my trees and Di, the diana tree and i and the women my elder women they they came and they actually communicated with the tree with me and all this stuff and like i would just this is diana i love my diana, diana tree but diana let me know that like she is a being she's an interdimensional being and so she cannot, she can be anywhere, but she incarnates when she incarnates in the body. She always incarnates as some woman that's, uh, with the name Diana or some version of Diana. Um, anyway, she's one of these things <laughs> in the white uh, brotherhood, in the great white brotherhood. She is one of these like star beings and these star beings, I don't think they all came, come from the same planet. And I think that's why they're called the Great White Brotherhood. I think they, okay, so this is, this is a channel because I didn't know this, what I'm saying before. This is coming to me right now. Um, okay, they're not all from the same planet. They're from star, different star systems and they all have agreed to, be, uh, to work here for the, for the upshifting of Earth and of humanity. Um, because I think they are also some of the, they're, oh, because they seeded us too. Um, they, okay, so they seeded us. Um, they are not the ones who originally created humans, though. So the Anunnaki who created humans and then fucked everything up in the whole biblical shit, they, the great white brotherhood are the ones that came to fix all that shit <laughs> by seeding their own be beings to try and to fix it. And we all know how that's gone. So, um, so what, as I'm watching this and I'm realizing and I'm, and I'm getting nervous for myself. So I'm just like, okay, well, here's another person that's come here saying that they, um, uh, you know, they're from, that they are a part of some race of beings that's different than everybody else. And, and, and it's on the star beings thing. I'm getting, I'm sitting here getting in my head, like, bitch, you cannot have any inklings of how Hitler used to think about himself, you know, which is how my brain works. <laughs> Cause something automatically was like, no at all not at all how the same it was like look at what you're doing with it love and that's what my guys wanted me to, to say to everyone is that um regardless of whether or not there are differences there are genetic differences um between all the different humans that are here walking this planet and then all of their guides and all of the interdimensional beings and everything the number one root thing that you must do with the information that you ever get about this is love so what the sacred information that Hitler got, he did the opposite of love with that. And so it's not the information itself. It's not the fact itself that like, I know that I'm a star seed and that I was sent here through the line of whatever and all this stuff. It's not that I feel that way or that I know that way about it myself. It's that what I'm doing with it is turning it into love for the greater humanity. So this goes for any, any, any human person that ever comes, awakens to their godship, um, do not do what Hitler did. Oh my God. 
I don't even have to, I know I don't have to actually say don't do what Hitler did. I came as, it was, it's just in the way of like, this is a slippery slope. <laughs> this is a slippery slope because when we get into, get into genetics and people having different DNA and some people's bones don't break, like I said, my bones don't break. And then I'm watching all these ancient aliens and, you know, people talking about this. It's a very slippery slope that we can slide down to where we start to create hierarchies uh, within ourselves as humans. And we all see how that would be going in all the fucking horror movies that we watch or you know, the futuristic movies that we watch, enslavements of one over the other, anything like that. So my point is that it's very important that no matter what we find outside, no matter what comes out of fucking Antarctica, once it melts, no matter what we find um, in the ground anywhere, no matter what we find in in space, we must always know that the, the, the reason we're coming to that information and what we must do with it is to love, um, transmute it always to love, do with, make... Use the information to uh, spread more and more love than you could before you had the information. So unity is the number one. Oh, so that goes along with the thing about foundations. Yeah, so unity. When you get um, crazy information like being a star being or being a star seed or having any kind of like savantness to you, the number one thing you must do with it is to not uh, egotistically put yourself over over above other people. The number one thing you should do with it is um, see how how you can... Um, use what's inside of you to upshift everyone else. Yeah, that wasn't the message. So, so, so y'all be hearing how like I can start talking about one thing and like, bro, like I did not even know that that's what was going to come out. I had no even uh, (laughs) inkling that we was going to be talking about Hitler at all today. And, and how, but that, but, but, but I get, I get why now would be a great time to really anchor that message down because things are moving rapidly. You know, what we talked about, I figured out the other day what the name was CERN, CERN. So the opening the portals and Sirius being all the way open and everything, the, as the more we're getting into all of these different types of, of species and things like that, versions of humans and non-humans, um, now is the time to really anchor all of that information in love um, as we move forward. Uh, yeah. So I think that's it. <laughs> wow. That was 42 minutes. I did not even realize I was going to talk that long today about this. Okay. So, well, I'm glad. Thank y'all for listening. I hope that was helpful for people. Um, that was a crazy, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> oh, did I ever finish talking about actual Tibet though? Um, oh yeah. So they all believe that like the star beings, that the, 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 like they descend from star beings and these star beings, and a whole groups of um, civilizations moved down underground into the mountains of Tibet. <clears throat> and I feel as though that is where I've... Oh, oh okay. So, see? Nope. Didn't even... Uh, the main thing I was going to talk about, Shambhala. <laughs> Shambhala. As I'm watching the, the episode, um, they start talking about Shambhala, but it's in connection to this other... this vis- The visual that they're given of this spaceship flying to... Over this big body of water um, into this mountain that looks like the place and so I'm like what the fuck am I going to Shambhala what the fuck but the more that they start talking about what Shambhala actually is it would make sense that I am because they're talking about how these people also believe in the yeti and all this stuff and how um it's interdimensional so they accept that yes there's extra um extraterrestrial beings but there's also interdimensional beings here and interdimensional places and so that Shambhala is a place that's on this planet, but it's interdimensionally and it's inside one of these mountains. 
And as they were showing like recreations of it, it just felt so much like I was just looking at where I'd be going, like that I've been going to for like the last two years. And um, because it is a human place, like it's a human city. But on this, as they're talking, one of the guys says Shambhala is supposed to be a city where star beings, non-humans and humans are existing together in harmony. Bro, what did I just tell y'all that the white brotherhood and the monks just came to a town of actual humans and we all just jolly go lucky went up the mountain together like it was nothing like we were just excited for these motherfuckers to show up like we knew who they were that they visit often. Or so every so often. I don't know the ne- next time some 10 feet tall people appear here uh, in, on, in this America. But I don't think any of us are going to be happy-go-lucky just going up the fucking mountain if they appear in the apartment. <laughs> or if they appear on the street and like, let's go get some gems. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this place, this other place, it's like so normal for these beings. But these beings are actually respected by the people in this town that I visit. And so I was just looking at it and it was like Shambhala. But it would also make sense, though, if for star seeds, if people that feel if they've ever had any dreams of being in Tibet or anything like that in those mountains or feeling any connection to that to that area um, or seeing Lemuria inside of a mountain, um, perhaps that is where our when I said inner earth and how I tell you all like that, I be I don't know if I mentioned that I pray to inner earth because I know that that's where my star family is. That's where I think a lot of these beings are and i think that they are the ones that are like stationed in the planet to help the star seeds that are here and then there's ones obviously above in ships that help us while we're here as well so <clears throat> um yeah like that's something that i was just kind of working through was like oh what if i've actually been dreaming shambhala like what if i'm actually going to fucking shambhala uncontrollably um that makes sense because then the Dalai Lama comes on and starts talking about like why Shambhala even exists and what we're supposed to do with Shambhala. We're supposed to bring information back from Shambhala in order to help people and help the humanity and upshift unity, all the shit. What am I fucking doing right now? Oh my God. So see, see, <laughs> it all fucking connects. So yeah, who knows? I'll, I'm going to watch this episode more times um, and I'm going to start reading up on it in Shambhala, but I'm excited because that means and. And, oh, that was another thing they said too. There was one of the um, one of the uh, priests. No, he's not a he's a um, he's a Jewish like priest. So what's that? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know. But the Jewish religious leader, he was saying that the whole point of interdimensional travel is to bring the worlds together. That's when I was like, I'm supposed to fucking talk about this because did I not fucking just say that the other day? I was like, the whole point of dream traveling to these dimensions is to come back, and then there was a channel that I had too that I said, there's Starbucks, like, the point is to bring the worlds together inside of us so that we can upshift, so the, oh, that's right, the dream travel stone, so that's why the travel stone is so important, so we can learn to do what these people have been trying to figure out how to do, but we can do it because we're, we might have different DNA by this point, the star seeds. Um, well, and humanity in general can do this anyway, but like the star seeds should be figuring out how to be able to do this so we can teach people to do it and help people do it. Um, which is the traveling and bringing the worlds together inside you, which really is just also balancing out your shit, like your your masculine and your feminine, um, balancing your ego with your higher self. So lots of meditation to help with that. But um, but yeah, I'm just really excited to be rewatching this episode now about the Lost Kingdom of Tibet because I'm getting a lot more um channel information from this. So anyway, that's what I got today. 
I love y'all so much, and uh, I hope this was fun. It was fun for me to talk about, and um, I will see y'all maybe tomorrow. Okay, love y'all.